0: Welcome to this podcast, From Mess to Miracle. Christianity plays a huge role in the fabric of our lives. To be honest, life is messy. Yet in the midst of the mess, God still uses us. The fact that God does is a miracle. This podcast is designed to inspire you in your walk with God and connect you with people and ministries that could be a blessing in your life. You will hear inspiring stories of believers exercising their faith to create miracles in their community. Welcome to From Mess to Miracle. Well, it's so good to welcome Leonard back to the show again. How are you doing today, Leonard?
1: I'm doing pretty good, but one thing I gotta ask is, how's the weather in Iowa since the last time we talked?
0: Well, today it's gonna be, I think, in the 90s or something. So it's ah it's
1: uh, yeah, I think we're gonna probably hit that too. Uh, so yeah, the weather's much better than late April when we last talked. You
0: probably <laughs> yes. Well, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna thing- yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, and another thing before we get going, I want to thank the uh, Mess to Miracle audience because something else has happened since we last talked oh. in late April. I became a number one bestseller on Amazon.
0: Wow. Congratulations. I think large
1: part due to the Mess to Miracle audience. Oh, so I I, to
0: I'm sure listener. you did. The millions is listening at home. So we're gonna we're gonna cue that up. We're gonna actually play your terror intro and let people hear that. So those for your best selling author. It is a myth that terrorism stopped during COVID. Unfortunately, mainstream media opted to prioritize pandemic hysteria over promoting all news. Terrorism continues. Simply hoping that it doesn't affect you is not a strategy. The new book, Terror Strikes, Coming Soon to a City Near You, featured on The Author Show, is now available in paperback from bookstores, online, or as an ebook exclusively through Amazon Kindle. Terror Strikes, Coming Soon to a City Near You by Joseph M. Leonard. Order today. Well, Joseph, so tell us well, tell us more about the book again. For those who don't, may not remember the April edition, tell us what that book's all about and
1: dive yep. in. And, and for those who haven't, uh, there'll be a lot of things we covered then that we don't cover now. So I hope after they listen to this episode, they will go back to your April archives and, and listen to that one. Uh, but yeah, my book, Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You, Uh, I am a Christian, I am an author, does this de facto make this a Christian book? Well, it's kind of fuzzy. (laughs) 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 The book definitely is a Christian book per se, but like I said, you can tell by the title, right, Terror Strikes Coming Soon to a City Near You, it's clearly not your normal Average, fluffy, Christian author book. Right. (laughs) But it does deal in Christian values. Uh, My lead character, Martin, is a Christian. He makes no bones about being Christian. So it's about presenting Christianity, but, you know, not beating anybody over the head with it because it's a book for all people. So I try to be a little bit more subtle with it. And of course, uh, a book about terrorism, you have to deal in religion because it's one of the stated reasons why the Islamists want to kill us, right? So, But I like to say this about the book, because there are many sub-themes in the book. Even though it's, the main theme is terrorism, it's not a book about death, but of life and living And those both foreign and domestic that want to deprive you of your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And Christians will most notably take note of my two chapters titled Hell on Earth and Love versus Fake Hate. So I call out the American left for hating and destroying our country every bit as uh, much as foreign terrorists in this book.
0: Yeah, our political climate right now has been quite toxic, and it's unfortunate that we can't get to the point where both sides can come together and work for the good of the country. I think it's sad to see such division in our country.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, We've been divided. 9-11, you know, to tie it back to the book, Terror strikes Coming to a City Near You, obviously... Nine twelve, we were a very united nation. But unfortunately, over the years, it's deteriorated uh, back to petty infighting.
0: Yeah, I do think sometimes we we lose sight of how blessed we are as a nation. And we don't want to do that. So tell us, kind of what's the hope and goal of your book in the end? What do you want people to walk away and learn from your book?
1: Well, the main takeaway is, again, being about life, not death, including Roe being overturned. I called that out in my book. I predicted it would happen. I just released a press release after the Dobbs decision came down. Uh, I mean, because how is terrorism against the innocent unborn any different than the terrorists abroad killing innocent people? You know, so it's about life. It's about living your life, but not being stupid at the same time, right? Situational awareness, being awake and alert to not just terrorism, but general crime. I mean, that's become a major issue, obviously, for this year's election cycle. And my book deals in general crime, too.
0: One other thing I want to talk to you about, because last time we got on here, we were talking about a letter that you wrote you want to share the billy idol letter for us
1: oh yeah yeah for those who didn't see the last one uh, we got on the subject of billy how did billy idol affirm my writing cred <laughs> and <laughs> and that was because a radio station i'm in detroit so i'm across from windsor ontario canada we're actually south of windsor so we are south of Canada. <laughs> but uh, a station CJOM in the 1980s when I was in my young 20s had a radio contest where you were to write a radio play for the song of the week. And the song of the week was, and I have tried reaching out to Billy Idol. I haven't been able to get a hold of him or, you know, his producer or anything like that. But but I have tried. Uh Because I'd like to get his critique on my radio play. So his song Eyes Without a Face was the song of the week. So I wrote a radio play that won that week. I I didn't win the grand prize, but we kind of think there might have been a bit of a fix in because a Canadian radio station wouldn't really want an American to be the grand prize winner, you know? Right? So I think there may have been a bit of a rigged election then. (laughs) But yeah, so I wrote, and my radio play was used as a lead-in, as an intro to the Billy Idol Eyes Without a Face song. So yeah, I'd like to read that. I I titled it The Adventures of Detective Idol, and I spelled it I-D-L-E, so it wouldn't be the same as Billy Idol. Sure. I remember like it was only yesterday there I was reading the latest Dick Tracy magazine when she came in it was the case of the eyes without a face she was gorgeous a blonde with big baby blue eyes she had me hypnotized and I knew I was going to break the golden rule don't get involved emotionally with a client or you'll get burned anyway she saw her husband get snuffed the police were getting nowhere And the only thing she could remember about her husband's killer was his mysterious eyes. Eyes without a face. Interesting concept. She produced a sealed envelope taken from her husband's safe. Captivated by her, I never stopped to think why the police didn't have it or why the envelope was still sealed. In short, the letter inside told me that someone was after him and that he did whatever it was they were after him for, but nothing about who they were or what it was they were after him for. About a month passed to following her husband's trail of broken clues, and I had fallen deeply in love with this seemingly ungrieved widow, a plus for me if I was to win her heart. I was just about out of hope when she called. I was close. I could feel it, but something wasn't right. I was stumped. I went over to see her and they were waiting for me. Three goons as big as mountains. When I came in, when I came to, she was standing over me. I realized that I'd been teased and deceived. I felt sad and mad for loving what was her, but I was so taken in by her that I failed to realize that she was the one who killed her husband over a narcotics deal. I studied the room As she thanked me for leading them to the missing coke, there was only one goon with her. I took a page out of Tracy's book and gambled. I quickly knocked the gun from her hand, pulled the hidden deer and giraffe from my boot, shot the goon coming at me. She went for her gun. I yelled, don't. She did. I fired. The police rounded up the rest of the gang within a day. It's been a year now, but even so, all I can do is love what I thought was her. Interesting how, even now, her eyes still haunt me. Her eyes. Eyes without a face. Interesting concept. Cue the music.
0: Wow, that's cool. <laughs> we would cue the music, but there are copyright laws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and since we don't want to get sued by Billy Idol, you'll have to remember the song in your head. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> After the show, go back and listen to That's the song. That's right. After the show, and, go back and listen to the song. you'll see, like, the uh, pieces I plucked. Well, obviously, the title, Eyes Without a Face, and Teased and Teased, Z's, Sad and Mad for Loving What Was Her. couple things that I, you know, plucked out of the song to then build a, a story around it. So, I, and since most rock music people think are about drugs, I thought, a
0: bad cocaine deal made sense. Yeah, probably. Yeah, sure. it, it reminds me of so many uh, so many wonderful songs that I thought were just nice kids songs that weren't about kids songs. <laughs> one of my yeah. one of my favorite songs I thought was a, was a kids song growing up was "Puff the Magic Dragon." Then I found out it wasn't about yeah. a little boy and his dragon. Just kind of ruined my whole day. So yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's funny we got on that subject now because. This is a weird an aside, but today might be an interesting day for me because I stepped into a mid in the middle of a Twitter battle between Carrie Lake, who is running for governor of Arizona, <laughs> who I endorsed, and Dee Snyder. Does that name ring a bell?
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, the drag singer of Twisted Sister, who who was relevant for a short time in the '80s. And full disclosure. I own their albums, so, I mean, they had some good songs, but they weren't relevant for very long, and frankly, they would not have sold anywhere near the albums they had if Tipper Gore and her parental guidance group wouldn't have come out and attacked them, and and others directly for their music about satanic and drug-fueled and you know all all that stuff so uh, which gave us of course for the younger people in your audience I reason
0: reason to, go, to, to go listen to it yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> why well, those stickers on your album now that say warning explicit lyrics yep that came out of the 1980s and all that stuff it was tipper gore al gore's wife you know who lost the 2000 election that started all that but he attacked Carrie Lake, so I jumped in the middle of that. I'm kind of actually hoping now he'll attack me directly so I can issue a press release. You know, uh, washed-up singer attacks new author. There
0: you go, number one best-selling author.
1: Uh, number one best-selling author, exactly. <laughs> so, but uh, my favorite album of theirs actually came years later when they matured a bit. It, in the 90s, they came out with an album called Love is for Suckers. And that's my favorite Trista's sister album. But uh, they're not relevant nowadays. In fact, I one of the things I tweeted was a play on that Love is for Suckers album. I said D. Snyder is for Suckers.
0: <laughs> so you really did want to get into a bit of a Twitter
1: battle. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping D. will attack me. So, yeah, I can say irrelevant musician attacks best-selling author.
0: <laughs> so here on August 1st, we'll, we'll mark the date at 11, 18 AM. If you get attacked <laughs> and become famous on Twitter, we know why.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh,
0: so anything else you want to share about your book or anything else you're working on?
1: Well, yeah, I, I do have another in the works. Uh, and one thing I like to say that I didn't say in our April interview is I'm not like any other author. This book is not like anything you've ever read. And I don't just say that to blow smoke. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. I I can truly back that up. Because 99% of all authors write based on a formula. You know, there's creative writing guidelines. And I took those and I put them through the shredder. Like the opening on my book, I'm not going to give it away. They say, never start a book like I started my book. So I immediately said, okay, that's exactly how I'm going to start my book. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest of it, like nothing else you've ever seen. There's a letter to the editor in there, which I'll come back around to. It's important for my next book. Uh, Also, since I'm a former IT guy, I've done something no other author has ever done. I created the concept of a blog within a book. Now, people are familiar with the the concept of a book within a book, and my book does that. We follow Martin, a Detroit newspaper man, who decides he's going to write a book about terrorism. So that's kind of, we follow him. And then in the book, we go back to some blogs that I actually wrote, that I repurposed, To be in my uh, character's voice as they were his blogs that he wrote, like in 2003 after 9 11. So when he's contemplating his 9 11 chapter, he goes back to the blog and rereads it for what materials relate, what's changed, what do we know now that we didn't know then, you know? And I was on another show. The other day, and they brought up the whole Saudi leadership conspiracy. What are the Saudi government actually involved? And I say, well, even to this day, we still don't know, but I want people to think this. Remember, Osama bin Laden was a Saudi citizen. They stripped him of his citizenship. So he was out of favor with the Saudi government. So I believe is part of the conspiracy. He purposefully, willfully, and with malice of forethought, got Saudis to be involved in the 9-11 plot so that there would be then the accusations of Saudi Arabia potentially being behind it itself or being involved in some way, shape, or form to try and drive a wedge between the United States and the Saudi government. Now, we certainly have our issues with the way Saudi runs their country, but they are a strategic ally of ours, always have been, always must be, and the Abraham Accords help, under Trump, help bring Saudi Arabia and Israel and other Arab Muslim nations. Closer together to potentially bringing peace in that region, which is something Osama bin Laden feared. So I think there's more to the conspiracy of what Osama did to try to blame Saudi Arabia than there is fuel to any fire that the Saudi government was actually behind 9 11.
0: That's great. So, where can they find your book again on social media and on Amazon?
1: Yeah, I, you could you find it anywhere online. Books a million, uh, Barnes and Noble. You could go to a local bookstore; they can look it up and order it for you. That'll save you shipping. But if you want an autographed copy, you can order it direct from my website, Terror Info. Again, that's Terror Strikes Info. You know, all run together, one word: Terror Strikes Info. And you can use the discount code, discount me, all one word, discount me. You'll get 10% off the book. I'll include free shipping. Amazon isn't going to do that for you, unless if you're a Prime member. <laughs> and you'll get an autograph, personalized autograph copy of the book. That's something you're not going to get from Books A Million or Barnes & Noble. Because, uh, you know, with the Wuhan virus stuff still... Uh, there aren't going to be any in-store book signings or anything like that. But I did this so that you can still get an autographed copy of the book by ordering it direct.
0: Well, Joe, thanks so much for being on again. And, and blessings on the book you're working on. And keep us informed as in how oh, it's doing.
1: yeah. I, I didn't get back to that. I meant to, I mentioned there's a letter to the editor in my right. book mm-hmm. from a Bernhardt. He's only briefly mentioned and his letter is there because, like I said, I'm like no other author. This is a one-and-done book. There won't be a sequel. I'm not trying to make you buy a trilogy to get one story. One book, one story. However, the Bernhardt letter sets up the next book, so while it's not a sequel... It's not directly related. There is a tie-in to this current book.
0: <laughs> and what's the name of the current book you're working on? What's the working title? I,
1: I, I can't give that away. Because oh. If I say it, it gives too much away, and another <laughs> author might beat me to the punch. <laughs>
0: I was hoping to break some news here on the podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Joseph, yeah, I, thanks I, so much.
0: I appreciate you being on, though.
1: Oh, I appreciate you having me. And while I say this book is not directly a Christian book, the next one will definitely be a Christian book for Christ- fellow Christians. Though, again, this isn't directly a Christian book. I certainly hope my fellow Christians are going to buy and read this book. And, again, thank you to Mess to Miracle uh, for helping make me a number one bestseller.
0: Well, anytime. You're welcome on the show Anytime.
1: All right, thank you. Take care. God bless everyone.
0: Thank you for joining us this week on From Mess to Miracle. Make sure you visit our website at hhtpsfrommessstomiracle.buzzsprout.com. You can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes. If you simply like to tell a friend about the show, you will help us get the message out to bless more people. If you like this show, you might want similar content, you can follow my blog at www.alightbreakthrough.org. Be sure to tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. Just remember, out of our messiness, God makes miracles.